Las Vegas, Nevada, the quintessential road trip destination. For nearly a hundred years, it's been the American epicenter for gambling, live spectacles, shotgun weddings, magicians, and all sorts of assorted vice. Its proximity to Southern California ensures that the desert oasis is fed with a continuous supply of visitors, and its reputation for hospitality delivers a steadfast flow of people from around the world. Las Vegas was born out of the building of the Hoover Dam. The influx of young male workers were prime customers for theaters and casinos, which were happily provided by the mafia. Today, the Hoover Dam is still the lifeblood of Vegas, powering its raucous demand for electricity, especially air conditioning and lighting. And oh, the lighting there is. My degree is in lighting design, so a cruise down the Vegas Strip is like being a kid in the candy store. The scale, the design, the glitz, the neon. I'm Jason Epperson, and this is the first episode of the See America podcast. From coast to coast, we'll see America one mile at a time, discovering stops along the way that are eclectic, historic, ridiculous, breathtaking, inspiring, and humbling. This week, the Neon Museum in Las Vegas, Nevada. This great destination is brought to you by Road Trippers, America's number one trip planning app. Road Trippers helps people discover the world around them in an entirely new way by streamlining discovery, planning, booking, and navigation. Plan your unique journey at roadtrippers.com, then use the app as your ultimate travel guide and navigator. Adventure doesn't come from the fastest route. Start exploring at roadtrippers.com. To me, if there's one word that describes the look of Vegas, it must be neon. One of its many nicknames is even the neon capital of the world. So it's no surprise that if there were a museum dedicated to neon signs anywhere, it'd be in Las Vegas. With a history of Vegas signage, here's Abigail Trebio. Las Vegas is a relatively young city having begun its life as a railroad stop between Los Angeles and Salt Lake City in the early 1900s. The railroad purchased Helen Stewart's Las Vegas ranch, originally the site of a Mormon mission, and auctioned off lots to create a town in 1905. Las Vegas wasn't officially incorporated until 1911, but 1905 is emblazoned on the top of the Golden Nugget Casino sign as the commonly used date of birth. Las Vegas means the meadows in Spanish and refers to the water that was available in the area as travelers crossed the Mojave Desert. During those early days, the city catered to visiting workers and new arrivals by providing hotels, boarding houses, restaurants, saloons, and gambling establishments. Businesses advertised with painted wood and canvas banners in the very early years until the first neon sign was erected at the Overland Hotel in 1928. 
In the 1930s, while the rest of the nation struggled through the Great Depression, Las Vegas was booming due to the construction of the Boulder Dam, which was later named the Hoover Dam. This project brought thousands of workers and their families to the area, as well as tourists who wanted to see this marvel of modern engineering. Coincidentally, the 1930s also saw the loosening of gambling and divorce laws at the end of Prohibition. Nevada law required a six-week waiting period for a divorce, and separated couples would often stay the whole waiting period in town while dropping their spare dough in the casinos. In the late 1940s, the development of the Las Vegas Strip began, complete with huge signs called Spectaculars, featuring wild designs aimed at attracting tourists into the casinos. Spectaculars adorned fairly nondescript two-story buildings, making them flash with pizzazz while adding height. And they worked. The glitz and glamour of the Strip attracted more and more tourists. Without many trees or buildings in the Southwest, the glow of neon signs could be seen from miles away at night. Western motels used the neon medium perhaps more than any other business. This was also perhaps afforded by the low profile of casino and motel buildings when casinos within Las Vegas' city limits were once limited to two stories. The famous Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign, which still stands on the median of Las Vegas Boulevard South, was built in the 1950s and designed by Bay Willis, a woman who held off the male-dominated design industry to successfully design many more signs, including the Moulin Rouge. By the late 1950s, the iconic Desert Inn, the Sahara, the Sands, and the Dunes all had opened, attracting the rich and famous and those who wanted to see the rich and famous. Entertainment, celebrities, and nightlife. It became the modern desert oasis. The end of a building's life in Las Vegas is nearly as spectacular as the neon signs that adorn them. The dunes, the sands, the Aladdin, castaways, the stardust, along with dozens of other casinos and hotels have all been wiped from the skyline in controlled implosions. But those signs needed to be saved. For many years, the Young Electric Sign Company stored many of these signs in their boneyard, where if they weren't repurposed into another sign, they slowly began to be destroyed by exposure to the elements. In 1995, the historic Sands Casino and Hotel was imploded. There was no place to store the massive sign, and it was scrapped. That didn't sit well with many Las Vegas residents, as the Sands was only the seventh big casino built on the Strip and played host to the likes of Judy Garland, Lena Horne, Jimmy Durante, Jerry Lewis, Bobby Darren, and of course, it was the playground for Sinatra and the Rat Pack. A partnership was formed between the Allied Arts Council of Southern Nevada 
and the city of Las Vegas to find a way to protect these historic places. They formed the Neon Museum. The nonprofit entity marked its official opening in November of 1996 with the restored Hacienda Horse and Rider sign at the intersection of Las Vegas Boulevard and Fremont Street. Access to the rest of the collection was by appointment only. Nearly a decade later, the lobby of the mid-century modern masterpiece La Concha Motel was donated to the museum, which moved and reassembled it four miles north along Las Vegas Boulevard after cutting it into eight pieces. After $3 million was spent on moving and restoring it, the high-arched lobby became the museum's visitor center. The museum was then able to raise another $3.5 million for a nearly three-acre park and the restoration of 15 signs. Today, you can explore the hundreds of signs in the Neon Boneyard at the Neon Museum. Most are unrestored relics of a time gone by. Only eight have been fully refurbished. Most of the rest are lit by ground lighting at night. The layout of the Neon Boneyard was the vision of former executive director Daniel Kelly, who was inspired by the Young Electric Sign Company's outdoor storage area where decommissioned signs are placed and waiting to be reused or scrapped. The signs often look as though they were placed without rhyme or reason, but that was Kelly's intention. A new exhibit that opened last year helps bring many signs back from faded glory, if only for a few hours a day. Visual and projection artist Craig Winslow conceived the new attraction called Brilliant. This all started because I was doing a residency with Adobe and I was bringing to life ghost signs, painted signs, very worn signs on the side of buildings. And during a road trip to Austin, Texas, I stopped in Vegas and I knew I wanted to do something different than just ghost signs because there's something different about Vegas and that is neon. And I wanted to be able to revive the neon signs instead of a typical ghost sign. Um, so of course, who else to reach out to than the Neon Museum and presented this concept and this idea, hey, can I bring a generator in and, and like project on these signs? Um, did a pop-up and the day later it was, it was like, we have to do something with this. We have to make this permanent. This can't just be a temporary thing. Winslow and his team came up with a thrilling way to illuminate dilapidated signs in the museum's North Gallery. They used an array of video projectors and a technique called projection mapping to accurately wrap images around the signs in a show that makes them glow and flash like the original showstoppers they once were, while adding video montages of historic Vegas, set to a fitting soundtrack, including Frank Sinatra and Elvis Presley, played through a unique sound system. Here's audio-visual systems integrator John Humphreys from Earthwater Skies. One of the unique aspects of this installation is a very unique audio system that we've installed um, it's completely weatherproof, but what's amazing about this is it's a true 3D audio system. It's using 24 channels of audio to create true 3D sound. So we're immersing guests in the experience with audio and video. So you're, you're immersed in the history of Las Vegas and with the classic signs and all of our, all of our local history surrounding you. You're then going to be seeing a magical transformation where the signs come to life and there's audio in 360 audio that truly immerses you in, in an amazing dreamlike experience. Brilliant is, in a word, brilliant. It's a one-of-a-kind attraction, and the Neon Museum is one of the few places you can go in Las Vegas to get a real sense of the history of Sin City. You can view the collection through either an hour-long guided tour or an at-your-own-pace self-guided tour most days. 
Tours are available seven days a week, but times vary based on the season. The 25-minute Brilliant Show performs almost every evening on the half hour until close. This episode of See America was written by me, Jason Epperson, with narration by Abigail Trebu. If you like the show, we'd love a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'd also like to invite you to like the See America podcast on Instagram and Facebook and join the See America Facebook group where we chat about America's great destinations. If you're a national park lover, we hope you'll also check out the America's National Parks podcast or come listen to Abigail and I talk about our life on the road with our three boys on the RV Miles podcast. This great destination was brought to you by Road Trippers, America's number one trip planning app. Plan your unique journey at roadtrippers.com. Then use the app as your ultimate travel guide and navigator. Adventure doesn't come from the fastest route. Start exploring at roadtrippers.com. <laughs>